Greetings, listeners. Welcome to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico podcast. I am one of your hosts, Liz Prue, joined by my wonderful co-host, Meg Bonnie. Hello, everyone. Hello. Happy, um, happy holiday weekend for our U.S. friends. Um, if you are not in the U.S., I hope you're still having a wonderful Monday or whatever day you're listening to this and able to give yourself some rest. Um, if you're uh, celebrating the Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah, which I believe is tomorrow. I know that because my kids go to a Jewish daycare. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Long weekend as well. Yeah. It's the, the Jewish New Year, right? Jewish New Year. That's right. That's right. Happy Jewish New Year. Um, so guys, we, Meg and I were talking before this and this week's episode, which was episode seven, right? Mm-hmm. Episode seven. Um, I think, uh, we just, we must discuss, okay. A lot is happening and I'm not even sure I want to break down all of that is happening. I just want to talk about what I want and what I need from this show, which I believe I share with you, Meg. Yes. Yes. Before we get into that, maybe just a quick, here's where everyone is sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, let's do that. To refresh your idea. memory. So Kyle is in a hospital bed in a barn, naturally, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle. Um, Maria is <laughs> locked in her mind with Jones, who's like in a jail cell. Um, great dialogue from her. Side note, loved every moment of the words coming out of her face. Um, Eduardo and Alex are talking about the Lockhart machine and the crazy bootmaker. Obviously. Um, Liz is planning something with Isabel and kind of Rosa, but not really. And Michael to when, cause now that they know it's Jones, they're trying to like out him basically. Um, and Rosa is like training her little alien hearing situation with Michael who used lots of big science words on this episode. And Jones is just doing Jones stuff, you know, feeding the dog trying to be evil being super hot maybe max should be evil kind of here for that part and yeah big reveal which we will talk about which was a little bit of a Mm -hmm. and as i said pre-podcast when we were discussing before we started recording kind of felt like that nicole kidman hugh grant show where we all had all these theories about who the murderer was but it was just it was hugh grant it was just the bad guy that we probably should have just stopped theorizing immediately. But, you know, I mean, it's, it was still, it was cool. He was really good at being evil. Like, he does a good job at it. Hugh Grant? Yes. And oh. <laughs> both. Both. All of the yes. above. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I loved curmudgeon evil Hugh Grant because usually we get like charming curmudgeon mm-hmm. Hugh Grant. So that was lovely. But here's the difference between I keep wanting to say the hours, but that's that Nicole Kidman movie, I think, where she has the nose. What was it called? The one with the coats? Yes. Because I here's found... the thing about the coats HBO show that you're yeah, talking about. I can't ever remember the name of that show. Hold on. I was in love 
that I was, I was enamored with the love in that show the whole time. And you want to know who the love was between Nicole Kidman and her coats. That's how much more romance and feels that show was giving me than Roswell is right now. And I'll tell you why. And I'm not hating on the show. Okay. Because Side I'm note saying before this, you go, what? The undoing. The undoing. Never would have thought that. But yeah. Oh, I forgot. I always want to say the hours. Anyways. Go ahead. So I Lay think, it on us. And I think that I'm saying this out of love because I love the show. Um, Meg, you and I love a lot of people behind the show, like all of them. And there's been so many wonderful moments that I feel like there's just, there's so much going on right now. And with the little time that we have to develop, I, they're trying to like cram it all in. It, it, it feels like it needs to be like an epic sci-fi, but it doesn't have the, like, it doesn't have the length to do that. You know, like we only have what, 10 episodes per season, 45 minutes like 13 maybe 13 maybe season? yeah I'll look you keep going I don't know but usually you I'm can get you. that done in that amount of time you know what I'm trying to say though I think the I thing do. is here and guys I was telling Meg this before we started so last night every year before like proper spooky season starts my husband and I usually in September we start watching the alien franchise so you know alien aliens I usually skip the other ones and then I go straight to Prometheus and alien covenant and the thing I love, and if you guys are watching the show, because whether you're new to sci-fi or whether you're like a big sci-fi nerd, like Megan, myself, I think you'll, you'll feel me on this. And what's, and I felt this last night watching Prometheus. And I feel like that, that movie's aged really well. I think it's like 10 years old now or something, but it's a lot. It's really heavy. There's a lot of themes. It's, you know, people that have like scientists that believe in religion, religious people, people that don't care where we came from, you know, what, what is the meaning of life? Does it matter to even seek this out? You know, these are like probably what the biggest, heaviest themes in science fiction. But what that, what that movie does really well is it tells you who these characters are. It gives them another character to anchor off of to like care for them in a certain way. Like there's this character, Dr. Elizabeth Shaw, her dad was religious. She has certain relig religious beliefs, but they're rooted in science. And you kind of see this journey throughout, you know, the two, two and a half hours, however long that movie is. In this show with Roswell, New Mexico, we still have these really deep themes with like the pod squad and these aliens. You know, we saw this in the early seasons. Should they even care that they're aliens? Do they want to even discover where they came from? Not really. They just want to fit in and they want some sort of quote unquote human connection. You know, they want to feel accepted. They want to feel loved. And so that's why we fall in love with these characters and that those feelings and needs are anchored with Michael, for instance, with, um, oh my God, Tyler Blackburn. <laughs> Alex, Alex, the Tyler Blackburn, you know, we have that relation. And that's why we like, we feel so in love with them, but like their, their troubles are rooted in, you know, that Michael hasn't figured himself out yet. You know, he's a little lost. Alex has an abusive dad, but you know, one's human, one's alien. And then we trickle in some of the sci-fi stuff to complement those major themes, right? Like those major relationships. And that's the best part of the show and why we love the show. And when we have had those little moments 
over the last couple episodes between Alex and Michael in particular, it's been so special. You know, you're like, oh, that's why Alex is doing this or why Michael is doing this, you know, because they do share a love. They share love for each other, which means that they're compassionate people. And now there's so much story and so much mythology to keep up with. I found myself asking after this episode, what, what am I trying to discover here? Like what, who is the bad guy? What are we trying to do? Um, like, what are we trying to defeat? Like, what is the conflict? I wasn't really like, I'm like, okay, it's Jones, but like, what is he trying to do? Are we just trying to prevent him from what? At this point, I'm like, do we even know that he's doing anything bad other than being a dick? Well, I guess, you know, Max is in a pod, but like, other than that, like, what are we doing here? I don't know. I feel like that was a big ramble, but I want to get, I want, does that make sense? Like I'm trying, I tried to use, I tried to use the doobie as you know, my kids call doobie night here in the Prue house. I tried to use this as to like explain my thoughts, but I'm borderline rambling. So I, I. What, no, what do you I follow. Think? I follow. Okay. I think you're right because usually in these seasons there has been like this is the villain, this is the problem, this is what they're doing, and we kind of don't know where to place all of our like focus. Like, is it the yes. Lockhart machine, or is that just a piece of the Jones puzzle, or is Jones a piece of the Lockhart machine? Is there a bigger big bad coming because they've already like revealed their hand here? So it's, it is hard to know, like, what is the big thing and what are, like, the pieces of the puzzle versus, like, are they just all puzzle pieces and we still don't even know what the big thing is yet? Usually we have more of an idea of where we're going. But I think you're right. Like, it's hard to care about even, like, the flashback characters. We only got them for such a brief amount of time. Like, Louise and Nora... I think we need like a refresh on them to care about them because yes, we know that they're connected to the characters that we watch and that we're invested in. But at the same time, like I don't super duper have that same like tie to them, to Louise and Nora. Like we need them to throw it back again to that time period. Just so we can kind of remind ourselves emotionally why we're like on their team and not Jones who is ba, 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 the dictator. So like also, I don't know. It's super weird because now Michael is Jones's son, but Max is a clone of Jones. So Max is sort of his dad too, in a way. And then what is Isabel? Like biologically, I don't think she's actually related to either of them, right? I was thinking about that too. And I was like, hold on. Why do Max and Isabel share such a connection? Mm-hmm. Was, were they in a separate pod together? And then Michael was in his own pod. And this- no, I think that's what we thought. Right. I, I would have to go back and rewatch. Okay. I know. I remember when we had like theories about the fourth alien that's what we thought that maybe there was, they shared a pod and that's why they had a connection. Mm-hmm. That might be more of a theory that we came up with okay. kind of thing, if I'm remembering correctly, but that was season one. So we'd have to go back and look, but they do have like 
a strong connection, but that could be because, I don't know, like her empathy thing, maybe that maybe it's rooted in that. I need like a family tree, basically. I need an yeah. alien family tree, alienancestry.com to show us how everyone is connected. Not that their bonds need to be biological, but like now that we've added Maria in there, like mm-hmm. how are they connected? And like, can we please make sure that Michael and Maria aren't like now somehow related? Like, I feel like oh, we no. just, we need like a chart. Well, and I think that will help too with what I believe is what we're trying to uncover now is Jones's motive behind Mm -hmm. the disconnection or seeking physical disconnection with him and Max. Yes, because it's so he is in Max's body. So that's what they established. Because remember, we weren't sure if it's just Jones. And he looks so much like Max and he's shaved, but it is, they've confirmed it, it. He is currently in Max's body. Okay. But Max's mind is in Jones's body in the pod, which is now gone. Right. But Liz's theory was that he needs her because she thinks that he wants to stay in Max's body. So maybe that's sort of like his thing with the cloning is it's how he stays like alive and how he keeps his power. Is that he like clones himself and makes like a new body or something? I don't know. Oh, okay. Like, a, it it was hard to tell exactly. There's so much going on in that scene. Like, if that's what she meant when he's she said, "You need me to sever something." So, like, it seems like he wants to stay in Max's body for some reason. Yeah, like maybe his body just yeah, like it runs its course. Mm -hmm. And that's why he wanted to create a clone that could heal. So maybe this is the last body he'll ever have to make. And he'll like upgrade. He like Windows 7. (laughs) He's like Wolverining himself, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I can okay, I can get on board with that. But then the whole sun thing, like, why do we need Michael to be his son? Like, is that and how so was Nora was he I I know that they addressed Nora and the dictator a little bit but like was she in love with him and then he just like went too far with their like resistance thing I I don't know I don't know I'm confused as to what like yeah we need like a flashback which Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we're gonna get because they at the end of the episode, they ended up in 1969. And that was Patricia, which is Maria's grandmother. Someone mistakes her for her. So it must be Patricia's memory. And it has something to do with Louise and Nora. We just don't know exactly what that is. Right. But at that time, we are to, we have been led to believe that Jones was locked up at that time. But maybe he wasn't because he is desperate for this memory. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what he's been doing with Maria this whole time, trying to, like, get to this memory. So we have to see what that is, I guess. Okay. Right. So that's something else there. So that's where where we are and where we're going to go. Oh, wait. And then I think that was also tied to the Lockhart machine, that date. Yes. That was. Well, no, that was in the file. 
that the Caulfield file that the Kyle, Caulfield file that Kyle's um, uncle gave Alex. Yes. Yes. Lots of boxes happening that we're checking here. Yes. But so okay. it's clearly connected to that somehow. Like something right. happened that date. He hinted that it was connected to the Lockhart machine, but we don't know. And it seems like there's going to be some sort of big Kyle thing. Finally. Like, wh- like why does he have him in a barn? Like, it, it seems like there's something else we're going to find out about Kyle. I hope it's that he's a vampire. We oh don't God. know. That be so <laughs> he's good. a werewolf. He's got a transition in the barn. We're going to lock him <laughs> up in chains. <laughs> it's okay. actually the Lockwood machine. Just kidding. Sorry. Oh no, God, it's not. We wish. we wish, right? Just, like, combo the universes. Can you send Klaus in? Like, let's do it. How Please. badass would that be if Klaus shows up in 1969 at the diner? He's like, hello. Don't Blah. mess with me right now. Don't mess with me. It's been anything. It has been, what is my anniversary this year? Six wedding anniversary? Yeah, six. Pregnant brain. Okay. So that means, because I read them on my honeymoon, it's been six years since I read Julie Plex's books, the originals trilogy that she wrote. If you haven't read those, such a fast, easy beach read. So good. And it's about Klaus and the whole gang in New Orleans back in the day. And I'm like, oh, I just, it's so good. And even though we know where he is now, like, I love going back to those stories. I would live for that. Okay. That's, yeah, I mean, he's in America, right? At that time, they're in New Orleans. Yeah, he could easily go to New Mexico, I'm just saying. Or Chicago. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. We want it. We want He's it. He's stateside, okay. basically. Like, we yes. would like him He's to stateside. show up. <laughs> yes. Just um, hop in for a visit. So now that we know, like, okay, here, we just kind of walked through, like, all the, the like, nitty-gritty details. I really want to talk to you about specific parts of this episode because it kind of supports, well, will support, like, everything we've been saying. Um. The sexual tension of Liz and Max slash Jones, whatever. Oh my God. Well, not only was, I don't know what, I feel like they amped up. Like she's just now that she's like back home and she's like doing her thing. She's even more like competent and like, Mm -hmm. yes, you know, in this episode in particular combined with that gorgeous necklace. I was living for her, her makeup as well. And like a little darker, a little more like dramatic. Yeah. It was like a little more sultry. And then I just, I love Janine's hair. Like it is so, it is like Nina Dobrev season two vampire diaries it, but like better, I'm just going to go out and say it. It's better. Her hair is fantastic. I was just like living for the energy and like the visual and it was just all great. And then he was in that, like that like black monocle or like that, like dark monochromatic garb. They were just, ah, he's like, you would like, would you like to look at my chest? I was like, yes, we would. We would love to do that. As a viewer, I'm on board with this. And she's like, yeah, sure. And we're like, girl, do it, do it. I just didn't like, I, I, I I wanted your theory that Steven Kruger, Heath, the doctor she was researching with back in wherever, I loved your theory that he was the dictator. So that way we could like have Liz 
sort of develop feelings for Jones and him being this villain that's like very not like, necessarily the bad guy, but like very spikeish. Like yes, kind of like that. Angel Buffy like, thing. Yeah, like he has his own exactly. Like he has his own reasons. And while they're quote unquote bad guy reasons you can understand why he's doing them and maybe they're bad to you and what you're dealing with. But like on, if you're coming from his end, like he's just doing what he needs to do. And I, I was like really hoping for that because I felt like that would, uh, but we didn't get it. So I won't even talk about it, but I think now that we know Jones is the dictator, it's like, okay, so what do we do with Heath? What was the point of him? Um, Cause I feel like we didn't need that. I mean, I'll, I'll take Steve, Steven Kruger any time I can get him, but I didn't feel like we needed it. And now it's uh, like, what happens when they defeat him? Is it over? Cause he's like the end all be all. He's the Klaus mm-hmm. of this series. So like, what's next? I don't know. You're right. Like they've hyped him up as like, I was hoping he would be like, not part of the main crew. Although Nathan is like, he is so good at this evil, like subtle evil thing where he's like trying to pretend to be Max, but he's Mm. like all in his eyes. You can tell like he's, he's not, he's not the good guy. Like he's such a spike vibe. It really is like. Or Ripper Stefan. If we're going to continue on the TVD train, love me a Ripper Stefan. I would have kept him a Ripper. He's a Ripper. Um, yeah, so that whole scene where we knew that he was the bad guy and she knew, and then we started to think like, okay, kind of seems like he knows she knows. Like, it was like a whole big mm-hmm. thing. It's very friends. Like, they don't know that we know that they know we know. But he also has like that empath thing where he could read their emotions. And he's like, you were super pissed. And Isabel was really nervous. And like, he kind of picked those out very easily um so he knew the whole time but I loved when they were dancing and they're just like staring at each other and I was like oh their chemistry justify them hooking up if she's like I did it for the science thank the hot (laughs) guy for the science you know (laughs) I'd be like I understand like right I, I feel like that would be really hard for her to be like oh no I can't because it's still Max's body and it's for Max and Max is in there. She said he's in there. So yeah, I basically what I'm trying to say is I, I can come up with lots of reasons why they should have just like banged it out on that couch is that's where I'm going, but they didn't. They did. And I was sad. Nobody did. The lack of, Nobody I don't know if it's like been. a COVID thing. Is it COVID? Is that why no one's banging it out? Cause you can just like allude to the banging. Let us know what happened throw like a shirt on the floor and like a right. bra over the dresser Gosh. several things we could have done here mm-hmm. like i get there's like you know wildfires maybe a drought mm-hmm. but we need steam bring us the steam yes rank it up i mean if we're gonna have crazy plot lines and dead bats and boys in barns like give us like a scene i know some steam I know. we need it there you go there was my ramble about why they all should be banging well it's like it and the banging is the reason we're bringing up the banging (laughs) it is like a thing about this show is the yes the relationships it's not just 
you know, well, I mean, it's a little that, but it's the relationships. We'll say it's more that it's the connections. It's they have like all of these like really deep bonds with each other and like none of it's random really Mm -hmm. um all the main characters so I think it would be I don't know just add to the tension it makes everything more tense when you're also like brooding about like someone that you like and like angst and like basically Malik's like put more Malik's in there Michael and Alex need to be in every scene I don't care if it has to have dead bats fine whatever just just put them together more. And like, as much as I like Eduardo, I don't really know what's happening over there. I did like that Eduardo was like, well, cause I knew you fell in love with an alien. Like, oh, he knew this whole time that who Alex right. was and what he did and who he did. Well, and but- I like that he said, and it was, and it was, I like, he liked the fact that he was looking at the aliens in a different way, like in a humanistic way, like with compassion. And that's what he wanted. So I, (gasps) I'm choosing to believe that. I think that's great. What do you have? Yeah, he does. Like he does point that out. You're totally right. Do you think that's why Kyle's in the barn? Do you think Kyle has like alien vibes? (gasps) Don't even know it. Like, why isn't he at a hospital? Cause he's like the only alien doctor. That's the one out to take him to. That's a fantastic point. You think okay. he's just going to figure out in the file? Because, like, we we know Rosa has, like, alien vibes from right. Max in the pod. Like, did that somehow happen to Kyle's family? Did something happen okay. to Jim? Because we know he's involved in all the alien Caulfield stuff. Right. Did that somehow transfer to Kyle? Is he actually vibing more than we know and he's wearing like some inhibitor thing like rosa was right what is he always wearing besides his witty smile wonderful eyes i mean abs we love him okay he's just like injected in him somehow right because he made the thing he set up the thing and then like it exploded and that was a whole thing i feel like yes Kyle is Maybe that's the, one of the big reveals because we've been mm-hmm. waiting for like a big, big reveal. I mean, I feel yeah. like we've been getting, I, I take that back. We've been getting a ton of reveals. Okay. We've been getting a lot of those. Mm-hmm. However, however, like, however, I'm like, okay, so was that the reveal? Like, is this the reveal we're waiting for? Or is there still more like what? And that's, I think where I'm getting a little frustrated is because I'm, I I just want to know, like, what am I supposed to be, be waiting for? Like with Game of Thrones, we were waiting for the confirmation that Jon Snow is a Targaryen. Um, you know, we wanted each character was in kind of their own little dilemma. We wanted them out of, there's so much layering right now of these different conflicts that I'm like, does that change what I, the outcome of what I want out of this? Like, should it, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, is, do I want Maria out of this coma? Do we need to keep her in this coma because then she can defeat Jones and then we can get her out? Like, what am I, what am I supposed to be vomiting right now? Right. Do you think, I feel like, and I said, I know we said this last week, but I feel like we're going to get, a bigger piece of the puzzle with this flashback 
because they didn't show us anything of that flashback in this episode in episode seven so maybe like i don't know how the timelines work like is jim valenti going to be in this flashback are we going to see like we've never actually seen jim valenti have we Mm. maybe like no doesn't he like touch him isn't is that jim valenti where like the alien touched him i don't know if we even saw that or if he just read about it no i think we just read about it and then he got brain cancer Mm -hmm. right that's what happened right yeah yes no yes that was him yes that was him okay that was like a caulfield thing and then we learned that it was alex's dad who like pushed him in there Yes. Evil means who is now dead. Yes. Um, speaking of means, can we just side note how cute Gregory Means is? Like throwing a little benefit. Oh, when he said, like we were saying, the writing on this, the dialogue has been so fantastic when he said and has the best damn smile or whatever while making like it didn't sound cheesy at all. It was just like, oh yes. Right. Oh, gosh. If she does not marry that boy. I'm going to be real disappointed in her. Like, what are you doing? You've been kissing lots of frogs. He's clearly a prince. He's throwing you a benefit. Like, he is Pacey. Don't go looking for Dawson. Like, Don't. No. Stick with him. Um, side note, uh, one of my guilty pleasures. I mean, I, I won't even say guilty pleasure. I'll just say one of my faves because, you know, he's a pop culture guy. Um, Danny Pellegrino who is my Bravo podcast guru. He is rewatching Dawson's Creek right now. And I know you just did a Dawson's Creek rewatch. And he pointed out how Pacey's haircut was in the era of like the George Clooney, Clooney the Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But his could have been better. They could have, they, they did Pacey a little dirty. And I, I'm going to have to agree with him on that. They did him a, a lot dirty. of Pacey, like his haircuts were not great. They also did like a weird buzz cut situation when they came back from the boat trip in season four. Like, yeah, I had questions, but still Gregory Maines is a Pacey with better hair mm-hmm. and a cooler wardrobe department. Right. Okay. Just saying. Yes. And yep. I really hope that they end up together. Because he's just out there holding a candle. Oh, and speaking of dialogue, the when Isabel's like, he held a candle for you, or you held a candle for him, and then she's like, but he held a torch for you. Oh. Yes, guys. Writer's room. Yes. I know. I'm loving it. And that's why yes. I'm like, give me more. <laughs> give right? Me more. Listen to our podcast and do all the things we want. Exactly. That's, <laughs> you know, that's what we're acting like we have any, you know, like they're beholden to us and you know not a network or anything but it's fine we're good it's fine it's all fine yes I mean obviously we're still gonna watch it because we love it and we're invested we just we want Heath to matter give us a reason to love him and bring him back and into the fold if Mm -hmm. I want his ass to show up in that 1969 flashback for some reason like make make it all make sense like I feel like the Noah reveal Mm -hmm. even though we kind of called it on him being the fourth alien, like right. how he took over her body, like all of that stuff was so cool. Yeah. Not that this isn't, we just, I feel like we don't know what we're supposed to be looking for anymore. So, right. 
We need a lantern, an alien lantern, maybe an alien glow sword to guide us out of this alien cave. Speaking of glow sword, like, the thing's kind of cool, and I want one. And it's very Darth Vader what's happening on that show. Right. Like, I'm your father. No! Yeah, it was very that. It was, which I appreciated. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, what – so – does that mean that Michael can defeat him in some way? Does that mean he is somehow Jones's Achilles heel? I don't think in a, like a loving parent kind of way. I think that was made pretty clear. Mm -hmm. Um, but is, I don't know, maybe, yes, maybe. Mm. I'm hoping, and I know this is terrible, but I'm hoping that his, like, evilness somehow, like, hops to Michael in a way. I just want to see Vlamis be, like, evil. I feel like they should all get a turn at being evil just for fun. Noah got to do it. Isabel got to do it as Noah. Right. Or, like, everyone to have a turn at being, like, the bad guy. Because it's just fun. It's fun when they get all sassy. I love it. It's the best. Mm -hmm. And I just – I – I don't want now that Jones's true identity has been revealed. I usually when that happens, it's like towards the end of their like life on the series, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, no, I was loving this. Like I was enjoying him. Yeah. Me too. And so I don't want him to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that he still needs Liz and that he escaped at the end. Okay. There's, there's that. Um, so we have him for a little bit longer. You know, we didn't even talk about what the funeral. Like, is that, are we still supposed to be like, see, worried about that? Because Kyle's in a barn. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh. Whatever I say. (laughs) Kyle's Kyle's in in a hospital bed in a barn. Okay. He's in a barn. He's fine, but he's in a barn. Also, where's his mom? Like, did not seem to care about what's happening here. Well, and clearly she knew something sketch was going on. So it's like, you know, can't Tio Valenti like call up his mom and be like, BT dubs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come on. I'm with you. Also, at a certain point, all of the bodies are going to start like, why is there no FBI agent here? Like all these murders. Like, yeah, he's killing bad guys, but there's still murders. Like, he, and then he killed that sheriff guy. At least that was fresh. That had just happened. Mm -hmm. But, like, did, oh, yeah, because how many people did he kill to get, make that sword give him power? At least three now. Like, we've seen him kill, no, because it was four, because the one guy that he, like, burned. Over the course of how many? Not that long. It's all. Sorry, how many days, I mean? Like I would say maybe like a week. We've got okay. four murders in Roswell, New Mexico. I feel like the feds are going to be coming soon. Right. I really hope that's where we see Heath again. Actually, I changed my mind. I don't want him in the flashback. I want him to be like, JK, I'm actually like a federal agent. So, yeah. Okay. So there's still investigating some reveal you. left with Heath. That's what we're <laughs> hoping, yes. That's, I'm not okay. done with him. No, we can't be done with him. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, I feel good. I feel better. Yes. Um, 
I feel better. I think the frustration is just that it's like, there's yes. Okay. This is cool. There's a lot of mythology. There's a lot of this other stuff, but we need that. Those like emotional things. Like we need those. Yes. We need them. We need like angsty longing stares. Okay. Makeout sessions. I'm going to touch my own handprint on my chest and then you touch yours and we'll stare at each other across the dance floor. Just staring, more staring. That's fine. I'm cool with that. If it's a COVID thing, just give us some like prolonged eye contact. I'm fine with that. I'm going to see if they have the description. Since we don't get previews, I'm going to see if there's a description for the next episode. Okay. This one's called Free Your Mind. And it says, Liz needs Rosa's help. Maria learns what Jones wants from her. So it's probably the flashback. Right. Michael and Alex team up to help save Max. Yes. There's our eye contact. Okay. There's the eye contact. Perfect. That's exciting. So that's on the 13th. So that is next week's episode. Okay. It's called Free Your Mind. And it's All right, guys. episode eight. Oh my God. We're getting really close. There's only 13 episodes. We're getting, we're getting there. there. It's happening. We're getting there. Um, okay. Well, as always, guys, you're so great on Twitter about tweeting us your thoughts, your theories, your wants, your complaints. We want to hear them all. So tweet us at pure underscore fandom. Meg, of course, is at Meg Bonnie writer on Twitter. I am at Liz Prue give us a holler on any of those handles and um, wherever you do listen to us, whether it's on, you know, the SoundCloud or the iTunes or whatever. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Y'all are the best. And we will see you or no, not see you. You'll hear us Mm -hmm. next time when we're hopefully talking about the Malik's eye contact that we've required, Mm -hmm. putting it out there. Let's manifest it together. Hum. Hum. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. Bye.